to start or do you want to start? What's huh? up? Do you want me to start or do you want to start? Or did you already start it? Well, I started it, but I didn't start it. So welcome back to another uh, episode of All Things Acura. I'm Justin. I'm Matt. And uh, we come at you with a uh, lot of information about Acura itself and the world of Acura, what's going on. And today we have some great topics about uh, current production. We have some uh, feedback, some questions. We got a lot of great responses yeah. from uh, our last episode and some of our other um, It's officially episode two. Officially episode I two. I guess, yeah, episode so, two, yeah. right? Um, so we're going to touch on, uh, some, answer some of your guys' questions. We're going to get into some uh, production things and uh, tell you about a little bit about the Integra. And then we'll touch on a hot subject uh, because Matt says it's time to talk about it. And that is... What subject is that? The pricing. Oh, no. yeah. That's oh, a hot my subject. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's... Uh, so yeah, our goal again. I'm Matt, and our my, I have I come at you guys with a uh, eight years uh, sales perspective, and uh, our goal is to again just kind of bring some light, such, shed some light on some uh, topics that are within the auto industry, um, and, and kind of provide some transparency that a lot of people don't get um, across you know this this genre right in the auto sales uh, genre of information. So. Right. And so, uh, again, I'm Justin, and I've been in, in this industry really my entire life since I was 14. Since you were born. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was just fell right into the car dealership, wow, you know, washing cars. And and I've been so I've been doing this a long time, 18 years with Acura here. So um, between the two of us, we have, we have a lot of uh, time and uh, information invested in this in the brand. And mm -hmm. that's where we feel that we can provide some valuable information to the the folks out there just that love the Acura and want yeah. Acuras and want to know everything about them. So here we are. Um, yeah. Let's just touch on some of the, the feedback that we got and some of the okay. questions uh, and start kind of start there because you guys had a lot of uh, good feedback that we heard and some different questions yeah. um, that we received. From different videos too, like not just this one, but when we have different YouTube videos. And we do appreciate the feedback because it does help obviously drive a little bit of what we talk about because all of a sudden we know exactly what, you know, what people are looking for, not just like what our first thoughts yeah, are. Yeah, that's a great point, Matt, because <laughs> because when we do this, it is really, we, we just want to provide the information you want, right? And so yeah. when you provide feedback, you kind yeah. of tell us, you know, a little bit of what we should uh, be talking about and what kind of stuff you want. And so that that's uh, where the, the, this is awesome. And, uh, you know, share out with people the, the show and not really benefit for our benefit, but for their benefit. And mm -hmm. so that we can get more of that feedback. Right. It, it's a kind of a snowball effect. And it, I think it works really well. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. So um, obviously, there are a lot of different questions out there. We can't get to all of them. But, um, you know, the, I think one of the first ones what we've seen. Um, actually, I'll just go ahead and start with this one. Um, someone was asking, uh, the question was, I was hoping to learn what the timeline is for getting an MDX once it's ordered by the customer. Yeah, fantastic question. Wow. Um, so I wish this was an easy black and white question, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not even black and white for us. Right, right. It is not black and white for anybody. It's not black and white for Acura right now. Um, so what happens is you'll place that order with your dealership and then Unfortunately, and we kind of touched on this in the in the first episode a little bit, is there Acura allows us an allocation of vehicles, and we, we take that allocation and we fill your order within that allocation. Right. 
The challenge is we don't know when the allocation of your particular vehicle will be available. And typically it's the same across the country though. So if I have an allocation or we have allocation available for um, a particular, you know, an A-spec MDX to use as an example, then I can fill your order in that. But if there are no allocations for A-spec MDXs, and we'll talk a little bit towards the end of the show about what was and what wasn't available in that last allocation, right. um, then, then they can't fill that order during that order process and it'll have to go to the next one. Um, and so it, it gets a little more granular than that. We can go farther down the rabbit hole, but uh, in efforts to not make this a super, you know, several hour long show, <laughs> they, your order then will be filled in, in the next time frame. The good news, if there is some, because I know that was very gray and that was a very uh, political maybe answer to your question. But the good news is, the order cycle that we're looking at for the last ones that we just did is March, April build. There will be another April, May build um, that, that those orders can be filled in. So we're still only two, three months in, in the big scheme of things, Matt. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, I had a, we, we had ordered one for one of my clients recently and, you know, he kept asking, am I going to get that? Am I going to get the car? Am I going to get the car? Like, is that going to be ordered? Well, it's it's a hard gray area to answer that question because if that allocation wasn't available to order that specific car, uh, and and it's kind of, I don't know if it's a shame on accurate kind of thing because, you know, the, as a customer, from a customer's point of view, you want to feel like, hey, I'm placing that order. Why aren't you ordering that car, <laughs> you know, for, for me? I said, hey, here's my money. I'm ordering this specific combination. Why can't you just order it, right? And obviously, many people have dealerships they go back to specifically. Now, it's not impossible that another dealership can order that car, and we can't. Well, so. not not necessarily. So that's okay. uh, when what happens is there's usually if there's uh, we can't order something, it's it's across the board. So there's inability to get that particular trim package is what it is, and right. so that. What happens is there's supplier constraints down the lineup. And keep in mind when we're looking at, and I'll talk about MDX specifically because we have a glutton of people, and, and I understand, that really want those top packages, the Advance, the A-Spec, uh, and those vehicles. The crisis going on right now is not only with labor and suppliers, but is with the chip shortage. And those vehicles have the most chips and computing in them than anything else that Honda and Acura make, right. and they take the most, right? So Acura de determines on how many cars they can produce, and they say, well, if this vehicle takes 120 chips, but an advanced MDX takes 250, and, and trust me when I say that, those options and equipment add an enormous amount right. of, <laughs> of uh, computing power, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, then they're, they're going to decide, do we build two of these and instead of one of these, right? And whether right, wrong, otherwise, you know, they're like anybody. They're trying to maximize the output. Right, exactly. And there's a lot of brands that, I mean, I, I that are taking away certain features out of some of their cars yeah, just yeah. to be able to produce that. Where Acura can't, I mean, they've kind of stuck to this, uh, the package thing. So they can't really do that. And I'm guessing, I don't think they would, but they're going to try to produce, you know, what most people are asking for. And, and that's what ends up happening. Yeah. And they use a good example of, of General Motors. I think, you know, they deleted heated seats on yeah. on, on almost <laughs> all but the highest trim levels, which is, seems like, a, you know, everybody wants heated seats nowadays, especially when we talk about the Acura World. Come standard on all our cars. It's, <laughs> it would be. You know, we wouldn't build every car without heated seats would be the craziest thing ever. Right. And I can't believe that, uh, you know, the consumer would even want that. He said, just wait until you build my car the right way. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so at, you're right. Acura's not gone down that that post. So um, d 
to answer your question, there is no specific time frame. It really is two to three months is probably the estimated expected time frame. Um, sometimes we get lucky, things get shift, shift around act, when they can produce extra vehicles. And we'll talk a little bit about that with the MDX Type S. They'll give us what they call supplemental units to help fill those orders. And those are more immediate. Um, those are usually two to three week, four weeks out in production um, because they're already in the pipeline. They're just trying to fill holes in. Right. So, and it's there are specific cars like they send, you know, they send us certain things and it may not be exactly what we're looking for. But if you're trying to get something sooner rather than later, maybe that's the ticket to go with. Um, well, yeah. So next. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully that answered your question. I know there's a lot of other questions similar to that. Um, next question is uh, I've been calling dealers to see um, when I don't know if I should even put the names of what people are asking, but we'll just ask the question. I've been uh, calling dealers to see when. Are more of the TLX Type S going to be produced? I know uh, they only made 2,000 of the 2021s, so I'm looking for a 2022 model. Yeah, so you're right in the, they are on the 2022s. Any 21 orders that were in the system have been moved to a 22. And, and I say that because we actually, I still have some orders in the system of 21s that got moved <laughs> to a 22. And they were really starting to put these out at a good clip to, as towards the end of last year. And they have that that has slowed down uh, quite a bit. We haven't seen one in it's been a while since right. we've had one, and so I don't know if there's an issue on their end. I, I really don't, um, and we haven't been able to order one. So TLXs were not available as to order in this last order cycle. So for March and April production, they're just going to build out whatever's in the system now. There's There was nothing allowed to be ordered across the TLX lineup, not just type S orders. So on our next allocation, which will come in a couple weeks, we do expect not only to see TLX, but I do see, to expect to see a, a large percentage of those be type S orders, and those would be um, April, May orders. Right, right. And so. I, I think we always have theories on a lot of, you know, we have theories on a lot of things, like why certain things happen. And, and maybe part of that is they were trying to allocate more chips or those resources toward the SUVs. M yeah, I, and it, that same powertrain you know. going in the MDX Type S, they're them trying to get that vehicle launched, right. which it didn't even get launched. I'm sure stole you know those pieces and parts, yep. to put it bluntly, yep. oh, yeah. and they moved them over to the MDX Type S because they need to get the, that vehicle launched. Right. And, and there was no way to do it if they kept building... TLX right, and, and that they knew that the, yeah. the you know the next set was going to be a twenty twenty two. So it's like, well, we have some. They felt like maybe they had some time. Again, these are we have theories, on <laughs> right. stuff. Right. none of that stuff. And this is stuff that we we do try to ask those questions. Like, yeah. hey, can, how can we be more transparent to our customers who have put orders in for cars, no matter what it is? And yeah, yeah. And so you know, part of what we want to do with the show is to help you navigate those waters because w when we ask that question, we get the deer in the headlights stare back at us and and. We, we try to take all the data we have and give and give you as much of an answer as we can. Yeah, unless we're tugging on like, you know, John's shoulder, uh, you know. <laughs> right, right. Hey, what's going on? Like, right. We don't have that in. We don't have that far of insight, but uh, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, TLX Type S, expect uh, next order cycle to be uh, in a couple of weeks. So if you have a, one that you want to get ordered, make, make sure you get with your dealer before then. So when that comes up, it's a small window for them to be able to order the car. As a matter of fact, we only have, it's really a day and a half. Um, so whatever orders you have at that time, get in the system. So 
get with them beforehand if you want to get one of those on order uh, for sooner than later, or you'll be looking at even mm-hmm. a month after that. Right. right. And, th- and this goes back to the, some of the stuff we'd said in the previous show or, or like some of the calls that we get about, well, I'm just trying to find one. Well, again, this goes back to the allocation thing. Well, if there's only a certain amount of allocations they're making and you have and you're just trying to find one, well, people are putting those orders in. So, right. like, so they're yeah. taking those ones that would be available. Yeah, and yep. so that's exactly what happens. So finding one on the lots, again, is going to be challenging. So again, get just try to, if you know what you have in mind that what, of what you want, let your dealer know as soon as possible. Um, Brent says in the final question we have here at the moment, um, says, thanks for the info, Mike. Oh, that's, that was the beginning. <laughs> they want us to condense the lead, so I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> um Oh, the colors of, uh, yeah, didn't comment on order orderable MDX Type S colors. He asked if blue was open yet, also red. Okay, so as we dive into the ordering, and I apologize for anybody that's not interested in the ordering information. Hopefully this is answering some questions for those of you that are MDX Type S. Yes, so we could not specifically order MDX Type S units specifically on this last allocation meaning that sold orders were, would have to be filled by um, supple- supplemental units, meaning that, there's, mm-hmm. that the country has so many cars that they have already allocated for production and they're just dist- distributing those out to the dealerships. And if we can fill an order based on one of those that we get, um, then we can fill your order that way. We were not able to order any Type S orders specifically. The good news, though, in all that is they did build all different colors so i know that you know we've had a gentleman that's been waiting for the white with the orchid interior and the orchid interior has not been available at all for us to be able to order but we do have one of those now coming um it is spoken for by the way to him (laughs) (laughs) but but using the example that they're producing that now right it's going to be there's going to be uh that there's started production on other colors um so Again, it's important though that that if you there's a specific one you you're looking for, as Matt said, to get with your dealer and make sure you have an order in place, and they know that because um, because when those come out of the woodwork, just like those did, kind of a, as a surprise, I wasn't able to order that. I just got that unit and I was able to match it to the customer. If your dealer doesn't know that and you're just waiting for yeah. that to happen, you, yeah, that's you're right. Wait yeah. that much longer, right? Yep. So the longer you wait, the longer you wait. That's just right. how it is. Like, yeah. So the other <laughs> vehicle um, that I I didn't know this last week and I was really surprised is I was not able to order any advanced MDXs. So we were able to order quite a few tech packages. I talked about some of the colors that they eliminated and what they're, uh, and we were able to order some A specs, but we were not able to order an advanced trim package. Uh, so I apologize again for those uh, that are waiting for those advanced, but again, Acker's trying to balance, you know, how many of these can we produce and the advanced takes the most and yeah. uh, we want to get type S ones produced. And so, um, and that goes back to like the base model not being produced either. Like, you know, they're, that's just one of, you know, even though it doesn't require as many chips, they, it's just not a, as popular package as the other, as the other ones. So just keep that in mind as well. Yeah. So uh, a lot of, a lot to do with orders, a lot to do with uh, how do I get stuff and, uh, and again, we'll keep you posted on, on that as we, as we go on the orders, Integra, let's talk Integra. Oh, Integra. Okay. It's Integra Skip time. Around. So. Acura announced um, March 10th is the uh, when the live uh, portal on Acura's website will yeah. be available to pre-order an Integra. So <laughs> let's uh, let's rewind a little bit because we had a question. Um, 
and we didn't quite answer that because again, I, I there's Acura doesn't always tell you everything, and I know you think we're dealers and you would know this stuff, but they they, they don't tell us that either. they don't tell us a lot because they don't want us to tell you like right. we are today. Right. But so the, the Integra is replacing the ILX. That that's. You know, kind of been a clear message from them uh, without saying the ILX is going away. Right. That the there will be no more ILXs in the Integra. <laughs> we mentioned that we thought we'd be ordering some of those uh, the last door cycle. We will be ordering those now in the second week in March. Yep. Um, and that portal opens the 10th. You can put a $500 deposit. You can choose the dealership of your choice for that car to be delivered, you know, to be be um right to get that car and they can spec out how they want that vehicle beyond that i don't have a whole lot of details on what that's what i was gonna say yeah <laughs> right we and that they do that a lot you know they they wanted to wait to i don't want to say the last second but they kind of wait until they say okay we're ready to launch that car because you know they want to make sure that we obviously sell all of our ilx's that we have left um the other thing and and justin i know i'm just now asking you this because i know we kind of ran into this before with other vehicles was is it better to do the online um, deposit or should it something that you should come into your the dealer of choice that you want to go to and kind of place your deposit and order that way, so to speak? So we're into that. What, what was the other car that did? They did that with the MDX, the MDX type right. S. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know that there's a, a right or wrong answer to that, Matt. Um, they didn't necessarily give any additional priority. I mean, they tried to fulfill those orders probably. Right. You know, but, you know, they, they limited the colors that you're able to order on that. And I know that a lot of our customers didn't want those specific colors. So um, they didn't go that g- general route. And I don't know if they're going to do the same thing with yeah. the Integra. The Integra volume is going to be much greater. So there should be more flexibility of what you can get. Um, and you can use that reserve tool. If your dealer, local dealer is not on that as an option, though, just get with them. They, they will have orders at the same time. They'll be able to get the cars it doesn't ensure you're going to get one any sooner than somebody else. It just gets you on the list right, right. with a with an order that everybody kind of knows about. So it's not a terrible thing. I, I think the only thing yeah. we thought about, too, is that like if you put your name out into the, the universe of, hey, I want this card, then you might get contacted by maybe multiple dealers. Well, I think you're required to select a dealer of okay. choice. That's something that right. we'll so, have to... Right. Yeah. So, so you <clears throat> should only get contacted by just that dealer. Yeah. Unless some some reason you can choose multiple, which I think would be kind of confusing. So I don't think they'll let you do that. Um, and so, yeah, as we get closer to that day, we should have more info, obviously, about the car. And, and I'm sure, and we're not going to go into the car today, I don't think. I don't think that's what, about, like, uh, that we were talking about, like, the release date and everything like that. But Oh, uh, uh, no, because they expect, so I think they did say uh, in that portal, and uh, I'm just trying to pull up that information now. I did, uh, they did... Uh, um, uh, already have us order pre-order accessory inf- uh, orders yeah, for that vehicle right. um, because they tried to get it to try to get a jump start on the availability of that stuff. So we are actually already did order accessory items for for Integra, mm-hmm. um, which is exciting. That when that happens, then we're no we know we're just around the corner, and that's kind of the the telltale sign because obviously if they start producing accessories, the vehicles you know. It's yeah, right it's there, right? hot on the tail. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, we have a. It'll go live. The reserve tool will be. Um, we're re- we're reading now. What we yeah, have. March tenth <laughs> will be a five hundred dollar deposit that you'll give. Um, 
lot of people will ask, is that a refundable deposit? Well, in the, it should be refundable. There's no reason it's not because obviously you haven't seen the car, right? It's, right. It's, it's, or you <laughs> yeah. don't know what that car is like. Uh, hopefully it's, a, it's everything you think it's going to be. So um, there is a $500 deposit. Um, uh, you may, let's, let's, I'm just going down through this because I, I did not get, uh, so there won't be a price at the time you reserve. Um, so that's interesting. So I don't know, think they'll release pricing information on that vehicle. Yeah. You can just reserve it. And again, that's partly why it's uh, refundable. We, I mean, yeah, there's, they, they, I think a lot of this right? has to do with, they just want people to see, they want to see how many people are kind of interested in the car by saying, hey, go ahead and put a deposit. It's like that one company we talked about the other day. Here, here's the, put a deposit on something you don't know anything about. But uh, but yeah, as we get closer to that date too, obviously I think there, there'll probably be more information out there. Yeah, we'll, as, we'll provide uh, you as the information comes out. We'll keep updating you on that. I, I was trying to catch the one piece of information. It looks like um, March... Uh, so it looks like this is end of April, beginning of May on sale date is what I see. Um, so to give you just an idea of maybe when we might see that vehicle, looks like we're, we're really close. Yeah, that's, absolutely. We're well, a month and of, a half to two months away. from Right. It's probably hopefully yeah. in the next order cycle. Right. And that's kind of what we're looking at here. Yeah. And hopefully maybe by that time, we'll know more about the different packages that are available. We have no idea. Someone, I, I can only already feel the next question coming. Is there going to be a Type S? Um, <laughs> I don't think we necessarily know that yet. Yeah, we don't um, know that. You know, if you <laughs> if you go by what uh, Acura has done in the past, they, they're pro they're probably well, there might be right. With that Type S is new across all our trim right, packages. Right. They have them now, the TLX and the MDX. But they typically release the vehicle first, right. In multiple different trim packages, right. And then. So they don't ask about the Type S yet. Yeah, <laughs> then they come out with that later. And right. part that that's more of a try to get the vehicle out on the market, get them built, right. you know, get them in, in the hands of people, and then come out with another one. Not to be delayed, just a lot to try to do all that at once. For oh any yeah, for sure, right? And they want to make sure so, you know the car's received well and everything like that. So yeah, we kind of we do expect one though. I guess if that's the if. That's yep. what you, if, we you do, if you want to know what we think, right? Yeah. yeah Although we they do haven't expect. done an RDX Type S, correct? Which is right? Which a lot of people have asked about that too, and uh, there has been talk. I I just don't know. Um, you know, to be fair, when when they designed the current RDX generation Type S was not on their radar, and so to to whereas the TLX and the MDX were designed with Type S in mind, right, right. from the ground up. And so I, I think it's what were the challenges. How do you retrofit a vehicle that that wasn't designed to be a Type S to right. make it a Type S? I'd like to see one that would probably be a, a, a knock it out of the park vehicle. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid though we might have to wait till the next generation of the RDX yeah. before we see that. Which but, which changes everything because it, well I'm not going to get into it. Right. Also it's like oh it's an electrified car. Or something. Right. 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 You just Ooh. never know. We won't talk about that. That's no. another show, another episode. <laughs> I do want to talk about two other vehicles. We want to talk about the NSX. Oh, oh, real quick. That's right. So and the reason I only want to touch on this just fast, and I know that uh, NSX is an awesome vehicle. To it's, it's really been a, a neat car that they came back <clears throat> out with, and uh, kind of the new version of it. But what I don't think a lot of people understand or realize is that vehicle this is its last year for that they did make a type s version out of that vehicle 
but they limited the production of that vehicle to only 300 units globally. Technically, two, well, no, 350. Remember, 350, right. Uh, four, or, uh, 50 of them went to Canada. And then one of them technically was already sold at the, or I don't know, did it was it already sold at the auction? That it happened? Well, I don't know if they, yeah, I don't know. If well, it's going to auction, whatever. Right. So technically, you only had two ninety nine. I right. mean, to that the general public could right. potentially order for so, the whole, for the all of the United yeah, States, yeah, all the United States. So <laughs> it was, and I don't. We might be missing some numbers there because globally there was so many of them too. But, oh, okay, yeah. But it was a very limited quality. Is is the point of that? Yeah. And those are already gone. They were gone. Within the two first, days. Yeah, yeah, within the first day or if so. If not the first day, yeah. for sure by the second day. Unfortunately, so. if you didn't know about it ahead of time and you weren't able to jump on that uh, to get try to get in line for one of those with your dealer, it's too late. And I keep seeing articles, and this mm. goes back to why we do this, right? I keep seeing articles of <laughs> you should get one of these before they're gone. They're gone. That ship has sailed. They're gone. Yeah. Right? They're all spoken for. Um, you know, you'll, you'll be, you could try to find one in the secondary market. Those order those. Cars they were very strict on. In other words, they need to be delivered to the person that ordered them. Mm-hmm. It cannot be that person can't change that order to somebody else, and they have to be kept. Believe it or not, for I think a minimum of a year. Right. It was right? similar like the Ford GT did yeah. that same thing. Right. But there was yeah. a one uh, celebrity that tried. To, I forget who it was now. They tried to sell it. Uh, like with think. Oh, who was that? That was a wrestler. The. Um, one of the I don't want to wrestler say. celebrities. I yeah, but anyway, so he he. John Cena, maybe. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he, uh, anyway, so he tried selling it and Ford was like, no, you're not allowed to do that and so on and so forth. So a similar thing with this car. Um, so, and yeah, that's why we wanted to address it because, you know, you see these articles out there. They're like Just saying, saw one yesterday, yeah, the other day. Go, yeah. Make sure you get one. Well, I'm sorry. It, it will be the secondary market uh, by the time you would get one and who knows what someone might try to sell that for yeah. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible car. It's a shame that Acura, I, I limited that so much. I mean, you can make a limited production car and still make, you know, some availability. Oh, yeah. But, right. you know, with all the constraints and everything going on, when they did release that, I don't know if they knew what they could pr- right, be able that's to produce. True. And, right, yeah. Uh, and and I think they're struggling to, to get out the, the ones they right, have. Exactly. That is a unique car. It is at the P- PMC... Performance Manufacturing <laughs> Center. Those yeah. vehicles are hand built, right here in Ohio. Right here in Ohio, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, you know, it's quite a process to hand build the car. And right, yeah, it's, it's, it's and it's sad, but uh, yeah, we'll see what the future holds yeah. in that car. So there's some little talk about what the next NSX might look like, Shh. but we won't go into that. <laughs> and then PMC, I know you, you had, we had talked about PMC RDX just for a brief second. That's another one of those cars where. Acura had on their website for a long time. You yeah. know, people talking about it. We still kind of get people, and same thing with the NSX, people calling, hey, can I order one? But uh, unfortunately, that ship has sailed too. Yeah, PMC was the same thing. It was a limited limited number, and I'm not even sure how they determine. Usually, they give every dealer an opportunity to get so many of those. I mean, they were gone before we even... Right, before we even said, hey, can we have a P... And yeah, gone. They were yeah. gone. So, <laughs> and I what, what makes that... reason why we bring it up is it was on Acura's website to be able to... To build out as an option for a long time. And every review, gosh, for the first so many reviews were on a PMC. It was a PMC. And it's, <laughs> right. And it's, well, that car doesn't exist. No, I mean, and the good news is they have the advanced A-spec version, and it is basically a PMC, just not in... Not blue. in the color, yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah, there was no color, other, so. um, you know, package differences, right? Other than it did. Oh, oh well, obviously the PMC has a placard saying how many out of yeah. so many, and so. it's hand built, <laughs> right? Well, there's that. So, right. <laughs> but there, uh, you can get that um, trim package and equipment right. on a regular advanced 
22A spec RDX. Yeah. Um, so. And then, oh, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going that back down to, I think that kind of covers all the uh, orders and uh, product updates. And I apologize that it takes so long um, to go through all that. Matt is really on this. He just he just circled it again. He really wants to talk about what people because we get a lot of feedback, and I think this this stems that we get a lot of feedback in our comments about what dealers are charging mm-hmm. to get your hands on one of these vehicles. Yeah, that is a very common question and comments you know that we get on a lot of our videos. People calling, you name it, and um, that's that's obviously when you're buying a car. That's what you're doing. You're buying a car. So what does MSRP have to do with that? And how? where are we at with uh, d- different dealers out there? So mm, mm. this is a, it's a touchy subject. Are, are most dealers, uh, well, you know, I had this really neat article that, it, that I came across and I, uh, well, I'm not, I won't even know if I'll dive into, into that <laughs> because we are cutting on time, but in January, over 80 Two percent of the vehicles in the entire industry were sold at MSRP or above, um, and so that's a staggering number. And a mm. lot of people have been saying, "Gosh, my dealer's charging so much. Uh, no thanks, but no thanks for this car. I'm not interested." And I, well, you know, we're we're probably uh, different on this whole subject because we are not charging over MSRP as a lot of dealers are. Now, don't take this video and run straight to your local Acura dealership (laughs) and share that with them. That's up to them, right? Right. They have their own uh, overhead expenses and their own reasons for doing that. Absolutely. Ours is a long-term commitment to our customers that, yes, things are in short supply. We do need to make a a good profit on a limited number of vehicles to be able to uh, support the infrastructure, the building, the employees, because right. there's so few vehicles. Right. Right. But we're not going to gouge people. We're not going to charge over that. We're, I guess yeah. they're calling it a market adjustment. Right. And that's what, yeah, every dealer has their own like verbiage for how they're yeah. saying, right. you know, how much we're going to charge over MSRP. And Justin's right that every business, I mean, this is a business and every one of those businesses has to operate in a certain way. They have their operating costs, they have their overhead, all that kind of stuff. They have to be able to pay their employees. They have to be able to keep the lights on. All those things kind of play into where they're pricing things. Now, some cases might be the case that they feel, hey, we're going to be charging because because we can. Um, and that's up to the consumer then to sure. buy it or not. <laughs> yeah, so. I guess. So to the, to, to the comments that we get, there, not everybody is. And I can say that even just from my conversations I had across our dealer, you know, that we do um, dealer trades with and we have relations with. There's some that are and there's some that aren't. It's really as a consumer, if it's not because you went to one and they were asking $5,000 extra for that MDX type S doesn't mean that they all are. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess, the part part of the point of our conversation is you just need to find the ones that aren't. And, you know, it's up to you if you want to, you know, try to negotiate with them or not. That I, that's uh, that's not up for us to say and not for us to recommend. Um, right. That, to, right. You know, that, exactly. To, to point. Yeah, that's exactly. That's yeah. To that point, and and there was that article that we had talked about the other day. The guy, you know, he really wanted a Tacoma, but didn't want to pay five or I think it was five thousand dollars over yeah. sticker. That was a, a neat article in Car yeah. and Driver. Um, fight against. Uh, 
dealership markups. Uh, and that's if you want to look that up. And, and in, you know, nobody wants to pay over MSRP for anything. But it's it's like any business. You know, I, I don't want I don't like paying, you know, too much money for uh, a face mask in the midst of COVID. But right. everybody had to if you want right. to find one. Right. right. And so what you do, either bought the one that was there or you went, kept searching for another one. And it's it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I, I know it's not the same, but it is the same. You know, we have operating costs. We're, we're, we're getting a fraction of the cars that we were getting before. So our opportunity to even just sell those cars is dropped dramatically. So yeah, do we need to make uh, a little bit more per car? Sure, mm-hmm. and, that's, yeah. and that's where this is coming from. Are some places taking a full advantage of that? Absolutely. It's up to you as a consumer, though, if you decide to do business with them or find the ones that aren't. Correct. Right? Yeah. And, and the other side of that, too, is, uh, you know, I think the main sentiment I wanted to echo here is, is maybe, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there talking almost like negatively about these dealers that are doing that. That's up to each consumer to decide whether or not that is the case. But again, you got to remember, they're doing what they potentially are trying to do to make the same or to have the same type of profits that they did prior to. So they're they're trying to maximize those opportunities. So just keep that in mind. Just keep in mind it's not, it's nothing personal. It, it's, it is a business choice. And again, it, it is a choice for you as a consumer to decide, okay, is this the right place for me to go or not? So uh, I, I dug up that article and I thought you had a inter- couple interesting stats in here. And this, this was... Um uh, to give credit to credit where it was due, it was uh, holy the drive.com uh, put this article out and he states that the average car new car buyer spent $728 over MSRP mm-hmm. um, for their purchase in January. Different brands uh, had different amounts that was over. I, I will say that. <laughs> I mean, I use the example of Cadillac and Land Rover. They were clipping uh, at an average of twenty five sixty five over MSRP. Wow. And the Kia brand, the brand alone across the country, <laughs> is a staggering number of twenty two eighty nine percent over MSRP. Which, in a relation as a percentage to the MSRPs, theirs was the highest. Um, <laughs> which is so, kind of weird for that type of brand. You're so, like, if it, wait a second. You know, I, when, when we when we bounce back to that, you know, if you're paying the general public's paying twenty five, twenty two, almost twenty three hundred dollars more for a lower price car, you know, I can't I can't fault the Acura dealers that are asking a little bit over MSRP for a more expensive, less volume product yeah. um, than than what people are paying for Kias. I'm sure we're going to get all kinds of comments and stuff. That's up to you to decide. We, we are not, I guess, and the, the whole point is we are not charging over MSRP for vehicles. That is our choice. That's our business model to provide a long-term relationship. However, we are looking for customers uh, for that long-term relationship. And what do we yeah. want from the customer? Um, well, we want someone that's local in our market that we can service that car and have an opportunity uh, for friends and family and to sell them another car down the road. Right. That's our what we give up for not charging over MSRP. If I'm going to sell a car across the country, yeah. I would just as soon charge MSRP too because right. I will right. get no more value out of that sale down the road. Absolutely, yeah. And that and that's where there's so much – there's no um, – you know, I think – there's no like right answer to any of that, right? Whether you're the on the consumer side or whether you're on the dealership side, 
you know, obviously we just have to do what we can to try to stay in business. Some, some places, maybe they only have an Acura store. You know, we have, we have other stores, so, you know, it, it kind of helps us out a little bit. So there's lots yeah. of, yeah. And we can touch again on this, uh, to what goes into those components, because maybe as a consumer, you say, well, how do I find that? There are a lot, Matt, just touched on one of them. We have this ability because we're part of a dealer group here right. to, um, to take our expenses and our costs and Ease average the them out <laughs> across the stores. So we don't have the same type of overhead and expenses that, that a lot of single point, you yeah. know, only accurate dealer might have. Um, so we're a lot, we're able to do some different things. Um, right. We share a lot of resources through our campus of stores <clears throat> that other dealers just don't have an able, uh, aren't able to do. Right. Um, absolutely. But there's some, uh, we can give you some tricks and some different things that you can uh, use as leverage uh, in future episodes to help get, you know, a better price right. and, and, and negotiate that down. And one last thing to touch on with that, when we talked a little bit about this last time, incentives. So there's not really incentives from the manufacturer either. <laughs> so some of that money that you might have been able to discount might have been incentive money. So Right, right. <laughs> and so, and, and that goes back to the, you know, where, you know, maybe they're making more per car, but not, it's not always as transparent as it seems because they were, they might've been getting incentives back from the manufacturer before of, you know, a thousand dollars. So right. they could discount that car a thousand dollars and still retain the same uh, profit margins, yep. you know, and you as a consumer. So the factory's not giving <clears throat> any of those incentives across right. the board right now. Yeah, I mean, exactly. really, are there a few exceptions to that rules? Maybe, but yeah. it's, it, I mean, they've all pulled back because you know, they have one, they have one less car, multiple less cars per customers that right, want them. Exactly. And we'll see this ease up. Um, you know, do I think that prices are going to drop dramatically below MSRP? And we'll talk about that in a future episode. But uh, no, probably not. But we'll see the markup above MSRP start to dwindle back down, mainly because the supply will start to open up. Right. right. And that's the bit that, well, it's all about supply, right? And it's funny because the demand is still pretty high. You know, it's interesting how we've had that demand being still high in, in this time where everyone's like, well, there's no cars available. I'm like, well, people are obviously obviously still buying cars. So Well, that, and that just speaks <clears throat> to the amount, how a little production is out there. Uh, right. You know, the, the industry was down and I, wish I had those exact numbers. I don't have them in front of me, but it was down, you know, millions and millions of units last year. So mm -hmm. people that would normally have purchased cars, um, they're probably, you know, still a large percent of those people that want to buy cars, you know, so there's, <laughs> and they're just not able to keep up with that pace. And right. so you, you run into that. And, you know, for us in the Midwest, weather has a lot to do with it. So right now is technically our, our slower time, because if you can look back in the, in the, in don't the, look in at the windows out there. Out there. I mean, it's that. 20 degrees and there's ice and snow out there. Well, people don't <laughs> want to buy cars typically in that time as much as they do coming up here when the weather starts to change and yep. it's 60, 70 degrees and nice. You know, that's when everybody wants to get out. We'll talk about some of those. There's some little things that you can use as a consumer also to, to know when you're when's a good time to buy, right? Uh, I will say at that peak in the spring when it's 70 degrees, you and everybody else want to come out and buy a car that's right that's when the shortage of cars will be the greatest meaning prices will be up so if you are in the need for a car i wouldn't say waiting until spring is a good idea right if you can find what you want now there's a better shot of negotiating yeah. creating a better overall deal and 
negotiating doesn't necessarily mean paying MSRP or not. Maybe it's not paying $5,000 over yeah. MSRP. All right, absolutely. And, and, and negotiating that down, you're going to have a better shot at it now than you are as, as spring comes because – um, you know, the availability of cars still won't be that great. And as that weather starts to change, people get out and want to do things. And, and we felt that way a long time, like even before this all started oh, with absolutely. the winter time, yeah. you were like, Hey, there's no one here. If you come in, you're probably going to be more likely yeah, to so, get a better deal. And, and that's a whole nother so. episode. We'll get, yeah, and maybe oh. we'll do one like that. And you know, one's just a good time to buy. And, um, Matt and I've already talked about, is this now a good time to buy a car? And there, there's times where I could, I, I'll say, no, it's not a good time. And there's, there's situations where a lot of you could be in, where it is a great time. And we'll right. break that oh, down yeah, and true. why that makes sense. <laughs> and I know a lot of places are saying, don't don't buy a car right now. Well, yes and no. There's You could lose out on a lot depending on your situation. So, Like if your um, trade has a lot of equity. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things that, that, that outweigh the bad, right? So don't just crawl in the hole. And I know if you've seen this on the comments saying, well, I, you know, having to pay 5000 over MSRP, I'm not buying a car. I'll wait. Again, find the right dealership, <laughs> right. and yeah, then also yeah. look at look at your total what you're trying to accomplish because you might be losing out on a huge some huge opportunities yeah. if you wait um, versus do something now in this market. We'll talk about it on, on another episode. Maybe yep. we'll dive into that. If Matt twists my arm on the next one. Um, it is a touchy area, and I. Boy, do we hate talking about pricing, but it is really important yeah, to know it's that, important. that there are places out there that aren't charging those prices. Hopefully, there's one close to you. Hopefully, if there isn't, um, you can convince somebody that's not too far away from you to, to do the deal that um, that makes sense. And when I talk about negotiations, you know, just going in and if they're asking $5,000 at MSRP and you yep. offer the one guy that's, not, that's at MSRP, you know, two grand under MSRP. Sure. You're probably going. You're not going to get a good response, right? That's bartering. That's not that's negotiations right. that's right. because yeah. there's not two parties yeah. aren't aren't winning there, right? Right. Um, that's so <laughs> that's right. So make sure you're going at it at a, at a wise rate and and do your due diligence. Get out there, find that dealer. That, yeah, because um, most dealers want to sell a car, right? Sure. That's it, there, there's still that cost there, so they want to do the right thing. But you know, keep keep in mind as a consumer, it's like we don't want to entertain. You know, offers that are just kind of like silly, either. So right, and we're we're not we don't want to lose out on our opportunity with when we have one of something yeah. to, to to at least get a, a fair profit, right? We're we're not looking mm-hmm. to uh, to to make a ton of money on on every car. So oh boy, that's yeah. a lot, and I know we just. Oh boy! Had a ton of information <laughs> in there. This went. You know, it's hard to keep these at a um, 20, 20 to uh, thirty. Uh, yeah. Small amount of time when, when there's so much information. Yeah, I, I, you know, feedback on that, guys. You know, is there less or more you want to hear about? Should we separate the shows? Maybe, maybe you could, maybe we could separate the information in different that. shows. Uh, that's up to you guys. There's a lot of stuff we just do want to get out there and talk about. So um, and there's probably going to be a lot at the beginning here over yeah. the first like handful yeah, of episodes, of and then over time it'll probably slow down. Um, lastly, did you want to mention the auto show? Yeah. Oh, great point. So Cleveland Auto Show. To leave it off. Cleveland Auto Show. Auto shows in general, right? They've been uh, touch and go. They've, a lot of them have been canceled because of Omicron and different, and last year, you, you know, COVID and you don't want to gather people in place. And I, and I Especially, get it. yeah, right. Exactly. So, but uh, our local auto show here in Cleveland is happening at the end of this month. Right now, though, for the people who live in the Midwest, the Chicago Auto Show, I yeah. believe is going on right now. 
Why we bring that up, not because uh, we, we want to give awareness. I don't care whether you go to the auto show or not, but <laughs> it is an awesome opportunity to get to see, see some of these cars that are not at your local dealership. Right, right. right? And to be fair, we don't know what it's going to look like this year in, t in terms of how many cars are going to be there. Yeah, be available what to that, see. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the only challenge of that, so. But it gives you an opportunity because I know there's so many brands that just do not have anything to see. And, uh, you know, we try to keep, we talked about that last time, try to keep, you know, a handful of different ones here for people to see. Uh, I know in our update, in our meetings with, you know, I was sitting, you know, talking with our Subaru store, you know, they don't have one of every model. They right. don't even have, a couple yeah, right. of any models, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. So if you're in the market to compare different cars, if I wanted to compare different cars, I can't just go to that store and find those cars, right? right? So the auto show is a neat way to be able to go and put your hand on a majority of cars and get a feel for them, right? Yep. And then hopefully you can dive down into who has one work and I drive one and see all that afterwards. So and it is gonna be at the IX Center if you, anyone's familiar with Cleveland. They were gonna have it in downtown Cleveland, the convention center. So if, any, if anyone is concerned about you know uh, the virus or anything like that, IX Center is huge. So if you haven't been there, it's pretty spread out, wide open. So it is a neat place to go. Yeah, and, and just as uh, appreciation, if you hung on now because we've been rambling on oh, yeah. 40 plus minutes right here, yeah. uh, as appreciation. Anybody that lives here in the Ooh. local Cleveland market, Ooh. I will throw this out. I do have a neat <laughs> little stack right over here. Of nice stack. Cleveland Auto Show's tickets for dealer appreciation night. And this is on the February 25th. Hold up to the camera there, see that? Yeah, February 25th. If you want uh, tickets for dealership appreciation night, reach out to us. We'll get some out to you. We don't have other tickets. Those are the tickets. Just, these have. are the tickets we have. <laughs> Unfortunately, I do not have um, the passes they give us for the all day, every day are very limited. Um, yeah, but I do have dealership appreciation nights. It'll get you in the door. It'll save you some money. Parking is free at the auto show. Um, so that's cool. If you want them, reach out to us. I appreciate you guys listening yeah. to us. Stop on in. Yeah, stop in. Or uh, I don't mind having probably dropping some in the mail to you if you can't make it in. But Yeah, and if you want to hear a longer version of this show, just stop in any day and sit in with us, and we'll talk to you all day long. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, thanks again uh, for tuning in. We'll, again, feedback, subscribe, uh, so you know when the show next show comes out. Uh, Matt did an awesome video, if you didn't already see it, on the MDX Type S, comparing the different trim packages and the A-Spec package. Uh, fantastic response with that video. You did an awesome job on that. We'll yep. keep those things coming out to it. But it's really important for us to, for you to share this out and us to get that following and get the response back so we know how to tailor. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So, All right. All right. Thanks, well, thanks again. Go and, home now. Yeah.